The text for our devotion this morning is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And we pray. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. You may be seated. Have you ever heard this really wise advice to try to always put your best foot forward? What that refers to is that when you're meeting someone for the very first time, you should try to make every effort to make a really good first impression of yourself on that other person. When you do that well, it really helps others think highly of you when they think of your name, and it helps you as you go into that next interaction with them because you'll already be starting out on a more positive footing with that person. Now, ways you can make a really good first impression are by first and foremost just showing up on time for that meeting or interaction, by dressing nicely, by being well-groomed, using good hygiene, and by being mindful of how you talk, mindful about what you say, and being very thoughtful in your actions. And here's a little advice for the guys in the audience this morning. This is really good advice for you also. When you're trying to make that first interaction with some of the new ladies on campus, I would suggest you wear clean clothes, use deodorant, brush your teeth, comb your hair, have good manners, and by all means, be careful in how you talk. That expression to put your best foot forward is really good advice. And I hope you've been doing exactly just that this week as you make your first interactions with some people here at Bethany. Whether it's with your roommates or new acquaintances in the classroom, with your professors, directors, coaches, and the college staff. Think about it. Everyone only gets one opportunity to make a good first impression. When you do that well, your interactions are going to always be just that much more positive in the future. But when your, first inter when your first impression doesn't go well, it will be that much more difficult in the future to overcome that misstep. It will likely take several more positive interactions in the future to make up for that one unfortunate first one. Now let's think about another relationship that we have. As a matter of fact, it's your most important relationship that you have in this life. And let's think about our first impression that we each made in that relationship. The relationship that I'm talking about is our relationship with our Heavenly Father. If we were to be honest with ourselves and reflect on our own existence, we would need to admit that that relationship did not start well for any of us. 
The Bible tells us clearly in Matthew chapter 5 what God's requirement is. It's perfection. But because of the original sin that all of us inherited from our first parents, Adam and Eve, no matter how hard we try, none of us will ever reach perfection. As a matter of fact, in Romans chapter 3, the Apostle Paul admitted, all have sinned and have fallen short of God's glory. Even David in the Old Testament summarized how his first impression went with God and how all of our first impressions went with God when he says, surely I have been a sinner from birth. As a matter of fact, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. When it comes to putting our best foot forward with God, our first impression was exactly the opposite of what God requires. Since our human inception, he's seen the very worst of us. He knows exactly what we deserve. His word is clear. The wages of sin is death. But God is merciful. Because of his mercy and grace, he also knows us personally as his dear children. And he wants us to enjoy the perfect, a perfect relationship with him. The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy, God wants all to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. So, at just the right time, while we were still sinners... God, the owner of our relationship with him, gave, declared the words of our text. God made him, that's Jesus, God's son, to be sin for us, to take on sin for us, our sins, so that in him, Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. We might become right with God perfect in God's sight, innocent in God's eyes. This passage clearly describes the great exchange that God, because of his love for us, caused to occur. Romans chapter 5 tells us, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And in Isaiah 53, we hear these words, God laid on Jesus the sins of us all. This great exchange happened when God sent his only and holy son to earth to live a perfect life under the law for us and to suffer in our place the penalty of death that we deserved. Because of Jesus' victory over sin and death and proved on Easter morning when he rose from the dead, God now views us through the work of his son Jesus and declares us, all of us, innocent, right, perfect in his sight. Have you ever noticed when you're sometimes watching a sporting event on television, sometimes the TV camera will pick up some fans in the stands holding up a large banner, often with a Bible passage that simply says, John 3:16. That passage is also another one that really describes the great exchange. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life.
While that's certainly a cherished verse for Christians, I personally enjoy the words of our text because it so clearly portrays the great exchange God caused between his son and us sinners. Our sins exchanged to Jesus for his perfect life and his innocent death for us. A great exchange. You know, in life, so much of what we get is transactional. It's just a transaction. You work, you get paid. You want to buy something, you put out the money, you get the, the object. You pay tuition, you do the work, you get credits, eventually enough to earn a degree. It's transactional. But with God... Jesus' perfect life for us and his innocent death on the cross was so much more than a simple transaction for us. It was truly transformational. It causes God to now set us free from our sins and gives us the gift of life, eternal life, forever. In our human relationships, we know they'll definitely go better when we put our best foot forward. Thanks be to God that he took over our relationship with us, sinful though we are, by sending his son Jesus to perform that great exchange that gives us innocence in God's sight. Dear colleagues, students, guests, hold on by faith to that promise revealed in this great exchange all the days of our lives. Be certain of your eternal future with your Savior Jesus in heaven. And to help us continue to stay focused on that relationship we have with our Savior, that's exactly why we have a school like Bethany. That's why we're here this morning, to continue to be nurtured and engaged in that relationship with him. As a matter of fact, at Bethany, we take this great exchange so seriously, we call it the one thing needful. May the message of God's great exchange, that one thing needful, keep us in faith and in the sure and certain hope of eternal life until the end. Amen.